everyone. How are you doing? It's great. I'm a bit nervous standing here. But as you know, I'm Anna Rita Penning and I'm 30 years old. I'm a daughter, a friend, a wife, a mother of two, three children and a princess. While preparing for my interim preach, God changed the topic of, on what I will share with you all. At first, I was thinking about something along the topic of using our time wisely. But then after I had given birth to our third boy, about four weeks ago, I felt God saying to me, I want you to share your testimony about walking through depression. I believe that God wants to use my story for his purpose, as I believe here are some people who will, who will relate to my story. So I took a deep breath and I started writing my thoughts down. Not sure where it will take me, but I felt a total peace about it and I trusted God that he, know, he knows best. Before I start, I will tell you a bit my, about my past. I have been born and growing up in Germany in a non-Christian home in some ways. I say some ways because I've always believed in something that exists that I can't see. My parents do believe in God, but don't have a revelation of Jesus. As a baby of four months of age, my mother passed away. My dad found a lovely new lady who he got married to, and she became my adoptive mother. I'm very grateful for her, and I can say I had an amazing childhood that I love to remember. It had its challenges at the age of seven, my dad left as well. I stayed with my adoptive mum and my half-sister. In my teenage years, I struggled a lot with being accepted and the feeling of abandonment. Looking back now, I didn't know who I was. I felt lonely and didn't feel like I was belonging anywhere. I tried hard to fit in. After a while, I became a chameleon. I had no opinion for myself. In order to be liked, I did what everyone else liked. It became my strength to be able to fit in. I ended up getting hurt by my friends a lot. Everything changes. When I came to New Zealand in two September 2011, seven years ago, I met God and Jesus and they became real and I got saved. If everything happened rather quickly. I met Ira, who's my wonderful husband, and we got married in April 2013. Our honeymoon baby was born three months too early, which was a lot to handle and work through with God. Both of us, my husband and I, went through a real rough time where our identities in Christ were shaken. We are still coming out of it after almost five years now. We have come a long way and I know I can say, and now I can say, I wouldn't want to change one little thing even though it was very tough at many times and I wanted to walk away. So hard at times that I wanted to walk out of our marriage too. But God is good. He is the glue that holds us together. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, it says, I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is fin finally finished on the day when Jesus returns. This verse is a part of my season I'm in. Since about two years, I'm going through a journey of depression and mental health challenges. It is like the ocean, a constant up and down of waves till they crash on the beach. 
But through all that, my Heavenly Father is right by my side, walking with me and helping me along the way. He is only giving to me as much as I can handle. In Hebrews chapter 2, verse 18, it says, Since he himself has gone through suffering and testing, he is able to help us when we are being tested. And also in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 13, it says, The temptation in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. Knowing that Jesus is with me and going through the up and downs of life has been my light in my darkest times. While you write in it, it is so hard to believe and see it, but it is so true. He is right there by your side walking with you. Often we see God's work after we've come out the other end. Sometimes it has only been a tiny little bit of hope that got through. And other times the hope inside of me that Jesus says he's right there taking my load has been bigger. In Matthew chapter 11 verses 28 to 30, he reminds us of this. Then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I'm humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Everything we go through, he is going through with us. We are not alone. But Satan lets us think that we are alone and no one else would understand us. We feel ashamed and don't want to talk about it. Something I have learned, especially this year, is to talk about me. Communicate how I feel and not being ashamed of it. Shame has only power over you as long as you, can keep, as long as you keep it to yourself. Part of the healing process is being vulnerable and talking about it. I know from my own experience how hard it is to talk about how I really feel and not putting on a mask and playing the truth down to make it not sound too bad as you feel so bad about it yourself. <clears throat> but really, that is what the enemy feeds your mind with, shame and fear. It is not easy at all to be open with someone. You need to find a person you trust to share with. Crossing that chicken line of being open and vulnerable is not easy, especially with past hurts. I want to encourage you, if you are struggling with shame, I know to, all, I know to some point we all do, it is important to find someone you can share your story with, someone you feel safe with, someone who is not going to judge or blame you, someone who is deeply rooted, able to bend, has compassion and empathy, and most of all, someone who can listen. Shame keeps us isolated. It feeds us with lies, the opposite of love, the opposite of how Jesus sees us. Our Father sees you and me as prince and princesses. He made us his sons and daughters. Shame, shame tells you we are not good enough. We don't feel loved by him or others. But Jesus has set us free of shame and all that comes with it. Living a life shame-free is a process. It is not an easy one, 
but I believe a way we all want to live life like, deep down in our hearts. As it is God's desire that we live in freedom of fear and shame. What has helped me come out of the darkest times was wanting to do something meaningful. I struggled with just being a mother. I didn't like being a mother at times. Once I was able to communicate and let my husband know and some of my closest friends, help was available. Also with me being vulnerable and being open, people around me started cheering with me and the feeling of I'm alone and nobody understands goes slowly away. It was hard to get into dreaming again and being able to put actions into place. What I mean with doing something meaningful is something you love to do, something that gives you joy. For me, it has been leading sprouts here at church with Sandra. Go, Sandra. It has taken me a while to get back into it, but I, also, but I so knew that God wanted me to serve in this area at the end of last year. Now I feel alive again. It gives me joy and my passion for children is totally back. I know God has helped me to have a feeling of... Sorry. I know God has helped me to have the feeling of a purpose in life. At first I was trying to look into other things I could do that wouldn't involve children. But I'm so glad that God opened the door in my heart for children again. This is what I'm called to do and trained at. The other thing that has helped me and grew me a lot is making sure I was doing something for myself. This year has been and still is doing the internship here at church. It has challenged me to step out, out of my comfort zone in a good and safe way. I have learned to think differently. That might seem a little, that might seem like a small thing, but, sorry, I stopped. I have learned to think differently. It might seem like a small thing, but actually it is life transforming. Your life will line up with your thought life. And when your thoughts are lined up with heaven, your life begins to line up with heaven. What I will do next year, I don't know, but I'm trusting Jesus that he will let me know at the right time. One more thing to add to my story is, I have realized that if we give God some of our time, he's able to do something in our life. We are more able to see and hear God work in our lives. Our Father longs for our attention. It is like any other friendship we have. We have to take, make time for it, being intentional about it. This all is a process, and sometimes it is a slow process, and other times it is going fast. I believe God is taking me on a journey with him. Spending quiet time with my Heavenly Father has been still and is something that I do, and it, is, and it has given me hope and peace in my heart. Before I finish, I would like you to know that all of what I have shared is one of God's ways to work in our lives. It will be different for each of you, but I hope that some ideas I have shared are helping me helping me to live a more meaningful life will help you too and will give you ins and will you and you will get inspired by it
I would love to be able to say I'm free of depression and all that comes with it. But no, I still have really down days where all the ideas I've shared with you I struggle with. But as I said, it is a process. I'm very much a work in progress myself. As I finish, I give you one of my favorite Bible verses to think about. Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take.